Welcome back to another podcast of Road to Abundance. Today we have a special guest, Dr. Linda Oz. Um, that's how we pronounce your last name, Oz. I'm not sure. No, no, how? 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 I, I, I speak French, so sometimes oh, I'm your name. Oh, very good. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so, just so you know, guys, um, um, I will be. I'll, I'll call you Linda, so it's easier for me. Perfect. Uh, Linda works with Akashic Record, so it's a technique uh, I came across maybe three years ago. I wasn't able to get to do it. And then I found Linda and I was like, wow, it would be nice to have her input because I know she's an expert in the field and um, I'm sure you guys can learn a lot. But first of all, I want to welcome you on the podcast and thanks for joining me today. Oh, thank you very much. I'm really excited to be here. It's great. Thank <laughs> awesome. you. Yes. So if you want to tell us a little bit more, uh, first, what's like briefly what's Akashic Record and then we'll go in your story on how you came across it and, and develop a little bit more about that. Okay. Okay. So, so first things first, right? <laughs> what the heck yeah. are we even talking about? Aha. Yes. So the Akashic Record is a vibrational archive of every soul and its journey as human. Okay. So which is when you think about it, I mean, this tells us a lot because it's vibrational. <laughs> it, it is right because it's vibrational. We cannot see it right mm -hmm. Not with the human eye and not even with the strong eye. OK, it's vibrational. It's an archive. So it's a collection of every soul that has ever <laughs> existed here on the earth plane. OK. And yeah, you say on the earth plane, it's also you would say on every dimension, every realm, and if there's other being, it's they're also included only no, for the no, earth. No, 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 no. It's I'll tell you what. It's it is the corresponding invisible field, yeah. Um for here on earth. Okay. It does not include, and this is a great point, right? It does not include other species like extraterrestrials no it does yeah. not include other galaxies no <laughs> human beings here on earth that's it so if someone says to you oh i open your akashic record you're from a different planet chances are they're just a little off the beam Probably very good <laughs> intentions, but a little mm -hmm. off the beam because this only relates to human beings. What's very good about this, and good news for me, <laughs> is that no one can erase you. Like if you and I have a problem in our relationship, I can't go, well, I don't like Mike anymore. I will throw him out of the Akashic record. This is not <laughs> possible, right? which is very yeah. good. And no one like you cannot wake up one day and say, oh, that Linda, I want to change her records. It's not possible. These are energetic impossibilities. We are who we are. Everyone is included. Yeah. Awesome. And, and, and two quick questions. Sure. So is it for every human being that has been and will be, or is it only the present moment? That's the first question. And uh, my second question is, is it like giving information also of what's coming and what happened okay. for human on this planet? Okay, first, first of all, it is all human beings, past, those who have been, those who are here now, yeah, and those who will come. 
What's very interesting is that most of us who are here today <laughs> have been here before. And, yeah. <laughs> and, right? And we will come back. So mm-hmm. there is a core group, yes, that mm-hmm. has been traveling here on earth for many ages. And this group will continue. What's very um, significant to me is that in the record, even though the past and the future are included, we we always start with the present. Because it, when there's power, yes, the power is always in the present moment. So we always start with today. And if something is... Um, significant or helpful from the past that will come to our attention if something is helpful from the future that also will be revealed but only as it supports us in this incarnation okay so you could see information that are coming uh like that will be coming in the future but only if it relayed that it would be useful for the present moment Awesome. And the information out of curiosity, is it, it's there and it cannot be changed. Like I have a mix. Um, it's, it's an opinion because I don't know. So I have a mixed opinion on, on the topic. Like in my opinion, I believe that we come to earth and we kind of choose what's going to happen and our free will would be to how we react to it. So would it be like event already like written in the Akashic or you are in control of what's being planned in the future in the Akashic? Okay. When we're, when we're talking about the issue of choice for human beings, (laughs) right? Choice is actually relatively new for most of us. And it is a very big concern to most human beings in this incarnation, at this point in human evolution. Choice, mm-hmm. right? So we are finding so many individuals. For the first time, there are people who have choice in the area of relationship, in the area of career, work, money. I mean, it's just the first time. and. And we are not, as human beings, we're not so good at choice. (laughs) We are learning, right? Because if you think about it, I mean, I don't know about you, Mike, but I know my grandparents, how much choice did they have, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah, it was pretty predictable. It was right. It was kind of like life was much slower. There were... Maybe you like make make one big decision in your life. That's it. I mean, it was a whole different ball game. But now we are in accelerated times with mm-hmm. the growth of human consciousness, and as a result, we are in our relationship with choice is quite different. Now, from an akashic perspective, this is very cool. Over all our lifetimes, we will experience pretty much every possibility for humans. So that means some lifetimes I'll be rich, sometime life, uh, you know, sometimes I'll be poor, some happy, some not so happy, male, female, all kinds of stuff, right? 
over the span of incarnations. Yeah. However, within any one lifetime, that lifetime, the options and selections available to any individual are based on the identity of the person. So I'm, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm a woman, I'm Caucasian, I'm Midwestern, I'm short, right? I'm five foot two. You know, this means a lot of things. I will not be a basketball player, right? Mm -hmm. I will not, there's a lot of things. I'm in the Midwest. I will probably not be an oceanographer. Do you see? I mean, let's face it, right? I didn't, yeah. I didn't, uh, when I was growing up, I never heard of Akashic Records. So what do I know? <laughs> I didn't know I would do this, right? But anyway, so it's, but to see that in any lifetime, there mm-hmm. are, there's a range of options available to us. And that's where this thing you talk about free will, interesting, yeah? Because if everything's available at once, I don't know about you, Mike, but I get overwhelmed. I go to bed. I say, forget it. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. I'm not dealing with it. But if there's a if there's a narrow range, huh, I can make some choices. Yeah. You'll see. It's a very it's very different. And that's how it is from a records point of view. Does that make sense? Yeah, so I understand a little bit the concept that how um, you explain choices and stuff, but I'm not sure I understand in terms of Akashic record, like how would you see it? Like, do you see a timeline of multiple choices or like, let's say you would do Akashic record for Mike Shabbat, right? Uh, Do you see like, okay, Mike Shabbat, this is what's going to happen in your future relationship and work and stuff like that. Or it's kind of vague or. No, 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 no. Here's, Here's the thing. Okay. Okay. First of all, as for human beings, there are collective or universal souls purposes. So all souls, every one of us is here to learn how to love ourselves unconditionally. Yeah. Okay, that's a tall order, Mike. Think about it, right? No matter what, yeah? So that I just got lost. Okay, so that's that's one thing. So in between lifetimes, we visit um, a realm understood as the zone of choice. It is a place we visit with the higher power, with our master's teachers, loved ones, to make selections to assess where we've been and where we where we want to go. So on my way in, I look and I say, oh, these are things I've accomplished. These are things I would like to learn. Ah, the best person I could be in my upcoming life is Linda. So I will go Mm -hmm. and I will be Linda. I will be from Chicago. I will be second of eight children. I will have five sisters, blah, blah. I mean, it goes on and on, right? I will do these things because this is the perfect environment for me to learn or to grow into how to love myself (laughs) and everyone else, no matter what. Okay. So I come into the Mm -hmm. lifetime 
So, so those are the big choice is who will I be in my upcoming incarnation? Because once you are Mike Shabbat, that's who you, you're really Mike. You are not mm-hmm. Linda. You are Mike. And because you are Mike, there is a range of possibilities available to you. So it's funny when people say, oh, you have unlimited possibility. Well, yes, over all your incarnations, that's true. But in this <laughs> lifetime, you don't get to be anybody's grandmother, Mike. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, it's not going to happen. For me, it's very, it's coming. I see it in my future. <laughs> anyway, so so when we talk about information from the record, we are not talking about absolutes. This is not absolutely's. The record is about possibility. Yeah. It's also about soul lessons, soul themes, which are themes of love. This doesn't mean, am I going to get what I want? Will I not? The question is always, can I love myself in this situation? Oh, now we're, that's a very different ball game. So when we talk about the information, so I go into my record, okay, and uh, I recognize there are things I want in my life. Like some years ago, right? Um, I wanted a I wanted a child, right? And the question in the record was: This is fascinating. Do you want to mother somebody, or do you want to give birth? See, the record doesn't tell us what to do. The record gives us options. It shows us what some possibilities are. So as it turns out, I have a son who will who will be 29, or he's 29 now. What am I saying? He's going to get married, right? I did not birth him. He's adopted. So I have been his mother. But do you see what I'm saying? So the record, okay. So the record doesn't say, because here was the other thing, the record. Okay. I was 40. You know, at 40, the chances of getting pregnant are pretty slim for a woman. I'm not saying it's not possible, but, you know, come on. There's some, Mm -hmm. there are some human realities that we have to deal with. So, Mm -hmm. but it turns out, yes, it's true. I am somebody's mother and it comes about in a different way. So the record doesn't say, Linda, you have to do it and you have to do it this way. The record says, ah, there are many ways, you know, there are many roads to Rome. Which one do you want to take? Mm -hmm. And what's the truth? See, the, the record is a spiritual realm. And because it's spiritual, it's loving. So that means when I go into the record, there's nobody's making fun of me. Thank God. I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't go. I'd say, forget it. There's none of that, right? No torment, no ridicule, none of that. It's very kind. It's very understanding. It's very respectful. And it's almost like um, it's very relational. So when I go into my record, the the energy is that of inquiry as opposed to authoritarianism where I'm being told what to do. 
in the olden okay. days, you know, whenever that was before, before our time, whenever that was, but seriously, in other times and places, I certainly was involved in religious and spiritual groups that insisted on complete obedience. That is not the case in this lifetime. So sometimes I go to the record. I want it to be like, maybe I want it to be like the Pope, or maybe I want it to be like my old um, guru from India with that says, do this, do that. Ah, but the record doesn't say that. The record is relational. Very different. But as a person, I'm very accustomed to the old way of spirituality. And now, as you, you said right off the bat, what about choice? This is a whole new age in the era of, of our relationship with our spiritual awareness. It's very exciting. So, yeah, that's, that's amazing. So kind of like the possibility that you see in the Akashic, they're kind of choices. It's kind of different option that you can choose from. So let's say you could be either giving birth or you could adopt. So it's kind of still, you see different possibilities, but it doesn't give you clear answers. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. It is rare. I mean, it's really rare that I've gone into my record and it's been like, you will do this or you will do that. No, 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 no. Right. Now, what's interesting is I have often, well, I've often, I've gotten a few times, oh, you will, you know, that um, <clears throat> it's possible for me to go and really be rejuvenated in a warm, sunny, tropical place. I'm like, ooh, let's go, right? But see, it doesn't mm -hmm. say, oh, you're going to find yourself on, you know, a certain island, no, 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 no. It, and it could be, it could be in the Atlantic. It could be the Caribbean. It could be the Pacific. The record doesn't say that. The record says, oh, a large Midwestern city is a good place for you to grow up. Do you see? Which is different yeah. than saying you must go to this town and this, forget it. That's all. I don't know what they, as human beings, you know, we so want control. I don't know about you. I mean, I love control. I, I want control. We don't have that much control. I mean, we have some. Don't get me yeah, wrong. But we don't a, have that much. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sense of control that we want. Give me just sure, a quick second. Sure, sure, sure. Sorry. The AC started. I wanted to close the door. <laughs> um, so, yeah, human being, we, we want to feel like we're in control. Like it makes us feel good to feel like we're in control. And um, I, I have the same belief of we come here to learn lessons. Like, and it's very clear that we come to experience what it is to feel and especially feel love, love for all human beings. Like I, I, I did, I do psilocybin. So mm -hmm. I had, um, I had a journey recently and I came to this exact conclusion that human beings were here to just feel. And I came with this quote, um, this slogan for my brand, talk less, feel more. And it's like all about feeling love and experiencing love in this planet. And that's why we come. And I, I do believe that we choose before we come to experience certain things. And, and, and 
and kind of how I explain it in my coaching, it's like level, you know, like a video game and the same lesson until you learn it, it will come back in your life until like, until the lesson That's is right, learned. So it. that could be kind of different possibility that are in the Akashic, like, oh, is Mike going to learn that lesson at 21, 30, 40, or is he, or is he going to have to come back? Like if he doesn't understand in this specific life. Right, right. And here's the thing in the record. The record itself is governed by three absolutes. Fear not, judge not, resist not. Those three governing principles work together mm -hmm. to safeguard the space, right? And so from a record standpoint, it doesn't matter. Time is, you know, we love time. We love time. We love money. We love that stuff. But the records don't care. The <laughs> records are like, who cares? But here's the thing that from a records point of view, it does not matter if I get the lesson now or at 21. It does not matter. In this lifetime, there is a range of possibility. and. In some lifetimes, I will graciously decline every spiritual opportunity. That's all right. There's no rush. We really are infinite beings. We have mm -hmm. all the time in the world. So, you know, I talk to a lot of people who say, this better be my last lifetime. I'm not coming back. I'm like, calm down. Yes, you know, chances are very good you're coming back, you know. <laughs> like, and, and really, what's wrong with coming back? This is great. I mean, out of all the yeah. planets, this is so far, this is my favorite. You know, the food is good. The people are fun. You know, come on. <laughs> yeah, I feel like how I would see it, like those people, it's more like if you feel like you're struggling financially, you don't feel – and, and – and you feel like, okay, the planet is being controlled or whatever, like all that stuff. And, and you feel, I think there's a big narrative that is being pushed, pushed towards fear, fear of uh, water raising, climate change, everything that they're trying to push on us that I, I don't believe. Um, so if you buy into that narrative, of course, you don't want to come back. But if you go into the narrative of we are unlimited being and whatever the planet needs to do in order to preserve itself because we will be coming back. I, I have this same belief of like whatever people think evil is or the forces that are trying to control at some point, the planet will clean it and we'll just come back and it, it, it's, it's going to be for the best. Like we are made for love. So at some point I feel like That's it's right. just, they're having probably a harder life in, and they have a hard time of accepting it or changing it. Or are doing different choices. So they're like, I don't want to come back. Mm -hmm. Because if you're struggling every day or every week to pay your rent or, or, or for food or whatever, it's probably not an amazing planet for you. And it's, it's, it's hard for them to see the pleasure and the joy in everyday stuff because they're struggling. So that, that, that's where I could come to an understanding of like, oh, maybe they don't of want to come course. back, but it's, it's kind of like, they're trying to control and they focus on the wrong thing. That's how I see it. Like there's always good stuff happening and we do focus a lot. We human being, we tend to focus a lot on what we don't have, 
comparing, especially with social media, it's like, then you're transmuting the wrong frequency to the planet and the universe or God, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. And um, regarding the Akashic, when you access it, like, let's say I practice it a little bit. Like, like when I uh, read the first book, it was, I think one true love. That was the first book I read on. Oh, I don't know this book. And it's for me, it was a little hard process because like you said, you don't see anything and you don't really hear anything. It's kind of a consciousness. Like it's, it's like now three years later when I do have downloads or, or when I do those meditation or either psilocybin or whatever, it's, it's kind of the information is just dropped in my head. It's like somebody's coming and just dropping it there. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I see it now. (laughs) But how would you describe kind of the feeling or the way that you so you start your meditation or you, I know that you have a, a prayer to open the yeah. record. Now, when you say that prayer, how uh-huh. would you okay. describe the okay. feeling so here, and emotion so that you're tapping? When opening the record. So I use this pathway prayer process that was given to me in 2001. Okay. I've been using it ever since I've taught it to people all around the world. There are things about it I like. There are things about it I don't like, right? But I'll tell you something. It works. <laughs> and it's and that's good, yeah? It works to get me into the records, and it works to bring me back. Because anybody, well, I, and yeah, anybody can go out on a limb, right? And, you know, have experiences. But we want to be conscious, responsible, and deliberate. Okay, and that's what the prayer gives us that ability. Okay, prior to the prayer, I bumped into the records a few times and I was always like, oh, wow, this is so great, like that. But I never knew how to get back. So using the prayer, I could get in the record and get out. Okay, now. When I go into, I use, I say the prayer, I follow the instructions, I say the prayer. Then what happens is this. There is a subtle shift in awareness, but it is not so subtle that it feels like nothing. There is a real difference. It's discernible difference in my experience of the present moment. Okay. Out of okay, we have a hundred percent of the people who work in the record. Five percent hear things. Only five percent. So you don't hear anything. Don't worry about it. Ten <laughs> percent see images. It's all right. That leaves eighty-five percent of us. I'm in this group. It sounds like you're in this group. We have a sense of knowing in our heart. It's a feeling state. Mm-hmm. So when I encounter the Akashic Record, it's as if I am stepping into a dimension of frequency that is very fine, very rarefied. It's very safe. When there is emotional safety, human beings find it easier to be honest. The Akashic Record is like standing in the ocean. 
when we like the ocean. If we don't like the ocean, I don't know where we are. <laughs> For me, I like the ocean, right? <laughs> so I stand in the ocean. It's like, oh, it's safe. It's welcoming. It's inviting. And it's very pure. It's clear. So the concerns I have about myself, my life, my issues, na na na, I can bring them to this place. Okay? And I'm able to recognize whether it's through my feelings or it usually, see, the record comes through us as us. So the record, it's like there's light pouring into you through the crown. It lands in your heart. So, so it comes in for most, 85% of us have feelings, right? Which is, and then here's the catch for everybody. I think this is so wild. Is that, you know, energy moves on the formed word, right? So what we have to do is describe what we're getting. Now, this is not a hard science. It's a soft science. I don't even know if it's a science. It's a soft spirituality is what it is. Okay. So if I have a question, let's say the question is, uh, how can I, I don't know, you know, how can I be a better teacher? Okay. That's my question. When I ask that question in my record, all kinds of things can start to happen. I can begin to get ideas. Now, I don't like ideas because I always think, oh, that's my idea. Where's... But see, the record has to use our mind. It comes through us as us. So it will come through my mind and then it will come through my heart. So my mind will say, you know, what what do you think are the problems with your teaching? And what do you think, you know, to be respectful, to understand people's questions and concerns, like this kind of stuff. And then in my heart, as I'm uh, understanding, I begin to get a fullness of heart. But I must describe what I'm getting. Okay. Now, it's interesting. If I'm doing a reading for myself. <coughs> When I'm doing a reading for myself, it is qualitatively different than if I'm doing a reading for you. And it's because okay. it's very much like um, when I do a, when I do work in my own records, I like to journal. I open my record and I have a question or questions about my life. I write about it because, see, I want I don't want spirituality. Really, I want magic. I want instant growth and change. So your eyes are open. Yeah, you keep your eyes open if you want. Yeah, you can close them. It doesn't matter, open it, or close. Makes no difference. It's like whatever comes in your mind, like like I would describe a download kind of, you receive the answer. You know it's kind of, it sounds like your thoughts, but it's not your thoughts because you know the vibration that you get this information is pure. So that's how I would describe the difference between If Mike is thinking about something and when they drop me an information, it's a different feeling inside. I'm like, oh, that one. I, it's, it's a like, different sure. feeling. It's um, and by excuse me, by describing it, you give it, you validate it, and you give it form. 
Okay, as we speak these things out loud or we write them down, we can say, oh, no, that's not quite right. And we can make these adjustments. Okay, and that's because part of it is there is a dynamic. There is a relationship between Mike and the wisdom being imparted. Okay, it's not just like the universe is saying, you must do this, Mike. No, the universe wants us to take a look, reflect, evaluate, and make our choices from there. Inspired mm -hmm. choices, which is what we all want to be doing now. And the feeling when you would, let's say, do it for me, it's a little different because... It's more clear. Like, you know how when you're talking okay. to a friend, Mike, I, right? And it's so easy to see. I mean, you don't even have to be in the record, right? If I'm talking to a friend, I'm like, do this. You know, I don't know, whatever it is. Buy those jeans, eat that cake. It doesn't matter. Do that, right? Or don't do that or whatever. However, when it's for myself, I'm like, hmm, it's, it's maybe, maybe not. It takes a little longer. It's a different process. In the record, it's very similar. Okay. Because the other thing is this. If I'm working in your record, the universe, the records know you and I are not going to be together every waking minute. I'm not going to have your records open every waking minute. Do you see? So there is an, an economy, there's an economy in the Akashic record to make sure I get the message and can transmit that to you in the most efficient, effective way possible. Okay. Whereas okay. with myself, with ourselves, it's a little slower. Okay. So if I'm in a big emergency, I don't go into the record and say, tell me now, what do I do? What do I do? The record says, calm down, calm down. Everything's going to be all right. No, 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 you don't, whatever, blah, blah, blah. The record's like, calm down. Yeah. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I think two people did the a record reading for me and it was and like, I felt like now I'm looking back at it and, and it's like, two years later and nothing happened and nothing that they said really like I was like okay maybe they didn't know how to do it that's why I was like interested to see your work I was like well it seemed to be a very va vague topic like it's like people say that they can do it or there's like the girl in her book the when I the first one I encountered she was kind of saying like look up and she had that prayer a very similar prayer and she was like look up and you're gonna see but I was like I, I don't mm -hmm. see anything <laughs> So it's like, I guess if 85% of us are trying to see things and we, we, we are more feeling, then it's, it's hard, hard for to be like, oh, I'm in the record. Because it's kind of if you're, your field is in the record, but you're not. It's like your consciousness is tapping in the record, but you're, you remain here. And it's kind of like you're connected and you seek answers, right? It's what happens when we open the records using the pathway prayer. I don't know about these other prayers. I don't know what other people are doing, but I'll tell you something. Okay, but here's, there's a few things. I know that when we use the pathway prayer process, if you have appropriate expectations, you can shift into that dimension and there is a learning curve. 
There is a learning process where we learn how to use the record. We learn how to receive, to identify, to describe, and to apply the guidance we get. Right? Mm-hmm. Because this uh, this thing about feel like a warm feeling, what the heck is that? See, the records are not, while there might be some phenomena, right, where people are like, oh, I have this warm feeling. Well, that's great, but that's not going to help me. <laughs> you know, like, what else have you got? I mean, that's the thing, right? <laughs> like, what else? So, so I just don't know. But um, anyway. So it's it's very important to to give yourself a chance with the record. It is not fortune telling. If you need a fortune teller, listen, I love fortune tellers. I love tarot cards. But tarot <laughs> cards are not the Akashic record. Okay? Very different. I have a pendulum. I love pendulums. Yes, no, blah, blah, blah. I love it. It's not the Akashic record. Yeah, yeah I use pendulum too. Great. That, that's where that's where there's a confusion in in say like, psychic is one thing. Psychic mm-hmm. though here's the truth, Mike. Psychic is based on fear. So when I'm afraid, I'm afraid I'm not gonna get what I want, or I'm afraid I'm gonna lose what I have, or I'm afraid I can't get somebody to do what I want, or uh, what all of these things. Fear, fear, fear. When I'm afraid, I always use psychic things, (laughs) right? Because they're quick. But if I, spiritual is about love. Okay. Mm. And so if I want to become more aware of how to love myself in difficult situations, of how to be a presence for love and goodness, in a situation mm-hmm. that is really fraught with many other things, the place to go is the record. Because in the record, one of the things that happens is I have the chance to become aware of decisions I've made in the past that were good decisions. Nobody wakes up and says, today is the day I really screw up my life. Nobody ever says that. People say, I'm going to marry this person because they are the best. And 25 years later, they wake up and go, who the heck is this? I got to get out of here. Right? Nobody ever. So so let's get a grip. People are always making their best choices based on an idea of what they understand will generate the most love for them at any given time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So even if I rob a bank, let's say I rob a bank. I do that because at that point in time, I am convinced that robbing a bank will expand my sense of being loved and safe in the world. Otherwise Mm -hmm. I'm not going to rob the bank. Now, you can say, oh, Linda, don't rob the bank. It's a bad thing. I don't care. I want to feel better. I'm going to rob the bank. I'm going to shoot somebody. You know, there's Mm -hmm. all kinds. You know, the opportunities for bad behavior are endless. You know that. There are a lot of them. You know, but yeah. 
So the record, if I understood correctly, it's not like it's not really like pendulum or psychic. It's it's not like a defined answer of like, oh yeah, that like oh Miami is where you're gonna go and you're gonna do that job and blah blah. It's more like you tap into it to see maybe choices out of love that you didn't yes. see. Yes, like, it's very good. So here's the thing. Someone comes, I just talked to somebody not too long ago who came and here was the issue. This person had a job offer. Okay. Mm -hmm. The problem with the job was a job they wanted very much. They lived in some place mm -hmm. in like maybe, um, I think it was like Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh or something. Yeah. Or what's that other city? Philadelphia, somewhere there. Okay. They lived there. And they get offered this job. The job is in New Jersey. They don't want to go to New Jersey. <laughs> Nobody yeah. wants to go to New Jersey. <laughs> for the people who are from New Jersey, Nobody right? But there. here's the thing. So we open the record. So here's the thing. Should this person. So the question is, you know, what's really best? So we open the record. And here's the thing. This is an individual who has an, has been looking for an, an opportunity. The job itself couldn't be more perfect. The person that I'm working with, my question, because I'm looking at this and I'm like, wow, this looks like a great gig. Is it in New Jersey? Yes, this is true. However, the person that I'm talking to has never been at a job more than two and a half years. Now, my question to this individual was, can you do this job for two and a half years? This person's like, of course. Could you live in New Jersey for two and a half years? Yeah. Okay. So it turns out that what, even though, even though this person had all kinds of negative opinions about New Jersey, the fact of the matter is, this is the ideal job at this point in their life. And they are not going anywhere forever. Whereas some people, you know this, Mike, some people are like, I'm going to get that job. I'm never leaving that chair. Yeah. Yeah. This is not yeah. that person. This is a person they turn over, turn over, turn over. Very different. So we look at who is this person? What is the issue? What are the challenges? What's the reality? And here was the other thing in the record. See, the record, while I'm in this person's records, I am being guided to ask them questions. Okay? So I'm okay. asking questions like, how would you feel if you don't take this job? What would it feel like if somebody else took this job and got, because the job itself was like um, pivotal on this career track. And everybody who's worked in this mm -hmm. job has gone on to do great things, right? Bigger, yeah. Chances are, so do you want to be in that or not? So, but see, in the record, the guidance is coming to me to ask questions. Now, the person walks away okay. from the reading. I'll tell you what. Honestly, I don't care what they do. I know that this person is being guided and will do whatever is best for them. 
So I'm not worried about them, which is one of the ways, Mm -hmm. you know, what's interesting, one of the ways I know I'm in the record is I don't worry about these people. I never worry about my clients. I don't wake up in the middle of the night going, oh, Mm -hmm. no, you know, (laughs) there's none of that because you're in the record. I'm very clear that the people who are on this journey These people are amazing. They are taking huge risks. Mm -hmm. They are looking seriously at who they are, their potential, what life has to offer. And they really want to be a presence for love in their everyday lives. That's heroic in my mind. It's like, whoa. I mean, it doesn't get any better. So it's pretty bad. That's very interesting. Like, because it's interesting because that's exactly how I coach my client as a human potential coach. Like I have those downloads and insight, but I ask them the, those same question without being in the record. And, and sometime I'll have the information in my mind that I receive, like I have this gift, like that I just receive information. And before I used to be telling people, like, I'd be like, oh, I know it's like, it's like they dropped me the answer. And now, now I, I know for a fact that how I coach is very different. I'll be asking those questions to see, to make them realize what's best for them. Because if I tell you, Linda, you should take that job in New Jersey, that's what I think. And they do. And then they have regrets. They can blame you. But if, you, if you're the way that I would be doing coaching, it would be the same as you're doing in the, in the record. I would be like, so what would be the benefit of taking the job what would be the negative of taking the job is it a temporary job it's like asking question and then the person will come to realization it's for me or it's not and then that's kind of like the choice of whatever you choose i believe that whatever we do is meant to be and you're exactly where you're supposed to be so if you take that job it's because you were supposed to take it and if you don't because you were not supposed to take it and something else is coming i agree I agree. That's, it's all so, rigged. So, yeah. So I have a, a little, a better understanding of kind of how the record work. It, it's really cool to have this conversation because that's exactly it. when I'm in coaching and in life, I'm kind of, it's kind of, if I was always in the record, the way that I matured to be, because I have no place for ego. I come out of love and I'm like, let's see what's the possibility. And, and, and then I'm like, what, what, how it's, it's always a, that's why I came with the quote, talk less, right. feel more, because it's always, how would you feel if you take that job? How it's going to make you feel to live there? Like, cause you men, we're, we think that we want a lot of thing in this planet, but we want money to feel love we, because we think money will bring us safety and power and love and, and men, especially because we want women, we want attraction. We want, it, it, it's power. a feeling of craving of attention that at the end attention is just love we we seek community and love so it's it's very interesting because that's not that's not the perception i had from the akashic that's why it's a super interesting conversation for me that's why i wanted to have you here because there's there's a lot of misconception on what's the akashic because the two girls that did the akashic for me oh they were like psychic teller like so they were like, oh, you're going to go to Miami. You're going to fuck a lot of girls. And I'm like, 
oh, this doesn't sound like me. Like if you would have told me that at 24, I would be like, okay, I was 30 years old. I'm like, I have a big <laughs> doubt that I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to Miami to have a house with my dog on like, just like, I'm not even, I don't even love party anymore. I don't go, I didn't party for seven years. So they're telling me all that stuff. And I'm like, are you sure you're in my record? Like, <laughs> why are you there? Like, and she's like, oh yeah, you're going to be doing this, this, this. And I'm like, but see, okay. see, I really, I, you know, this is great. But and I love what you're saying because, you know, we have to wonder, what the heck were they doing? Do you know? I mean, right? I mean, that's what I yeah. wonder because, I, and I'll tell you what's really interesting. I started working in the records in 1994. Okay, it is mm -hmm. 2023. It's a long, time. A long time. That's all I do. <laughs> It's all I do. I've got five books, blah, blah. My first book, this is a riot. When my first book came out in 2009, How to Read the Akashic Records, there was maybe, maybe two other books on the records. And so you go to Amazon, you go in Akashic mm -hmm. Record. You see, there was a guy named Edward Cheney. He was uh, in, in California. He was with this Astara Foundation. He wrote a book, fascinating book. Well, it was boring. It was so boring. Uh, he wrote a book um, likening the Akashic Record to uh, Cosmic Internet. Yeah? He was correct. Because, see, the Akashic Record became available to secular people at the same time as the, the rise of the internet, the World Wide Web. You know, as within, so without. As without, so within. It's all the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Then there was another yeah. guy named Kevin Tedeschi who wrote a book about mm -hmm. Edgar Cayce and the Akashic Record. Now, Edgar Cayce was brilliant. Oh, my God, the guy was great. The problem with Edgar Cayce is that he was unconscious. And he couldn't teach anybody else how to access the record. But he yeah, was accessing it himself. He couldn't teach he it couldn't and he couldn't it. tell you how. Right. Do you understand? So, and he, also, <laughs> he was out cold. Yeah. He had a, some woman, I don't know who it was, his sister is whatever. Some woman was making notes. He couldn't even remember. So I'm like, so he was not transformed by his own work. Whereas now, when yeah. we go into the record, we do it conscious, responsible, mm -hmm. and deliberate. We are the boss. You are the boss in your record. So if something happens and you think, this is mm -hmm. weird, you ask a question. You say, what's up with that? What does that mean? What does that do? What do you mean? You can ask. Mm. This is, un it's scandalous. A hundred years ago, it well, first of all, a hundred years ago, people didn't even access their record. Now, at this point in time, if you go on Amazon and you look for Akashic Record, there are so many books on the Akashic Record. And they are, and I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what these people are doing. Honestly, I do not know, but I know anybody who's talking about getting information from other planets, 
Uh, I don't know about them. I mean, so when we start to recognize appropriate versus inappropriate expectations for the Akashic field, then we can start to tease this out. But Akasha is a very popular word right now. And so everybody's like, oh, I'm in the records. But they they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's, it's a little different. A little and, you know, different. when I first started doing this work, somebody said to me, when you work in the Akashic Record, you can help a lot of people. I was like, yes. They said, ah, and if you're not careful, you can hurt a lot of people. So, and I believe this is true for mm-hmm. everyone on the path. I'm sure in your work, I mean, you're a coach. Yes. I'm sure everybody who comes, you have mm-hmm. that moment where you're like, you really want to help them or you'd be doing something else. I mean, you could, God knows you could like have a restaurant or something. I don't know what you could do. You do on any of things. We know that, but do you know (laughs) what I'm saying? It's really, so these are, it's, we live in interesting times, Mike. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, two questions. Well, one question um, first, how did you come with the prayer? And then just making a comment to follow what you were saying is like, it, those people that are doing that, um, the thing is, like you said, people often seek psychic because they are in fear, they are in doubt. So it's where doubt comes from, you're in a very vulnerable place. So you're seeking answers. And then if I give you an answer that I don't know where I got from and it's not related to your path, it could not be good for you. So that's why it's like, that's why it's like a little, um, it's interesting for me, like, like, like me when I, so me, when I tap into, I don't tap into the Akashic, I tap into source. So when I go, I go into the infinite knowledge. Cause I have access to other information, not only the planet, I have access to everything. Like, and I can get the information I'm seeking for. I have to go with intention of what I'm asking for, yes. for this specific moment. But then that's why I was like, me, I have access to other planet, other time, other stuff. So I'm like, okay, then it's not the Akashic. Then I, I know from what you told me, yes. we have downloads, I have other stuff, other psychic stuff. So it's not the Akashic. So that, so that's good to know. And then it's just what I learned. And, and I think that's what people are not doing is to be careful. It's because sometime, so I would be hearing those things and I know they're true but you have to be careful on how you give the information. Like, like once I, one of my friends, he, he was calling me and he, he was in a hard time with his girlfriend. And I, and I'm like, she cheated on you, bro. I, I heard it like it's clear as day. Like, and he's like, nah, bro, she would never do that. And this and that. And find out two months later that she cheated. And I'm like, I fucking knew it. Like I heard it. Like when he was, when he asked the question, like, do you think she cheated? I heard. Yeah. I was like, Oh yeah, she did. And then it's just like, now it's more like, I would be like, well, probing question. You have to be careful of how you give this information. Like him, he was a close friend. So I just gave it out. It came, but it's like, I, I know the danger of like people coming out of fear. And I had a client that was addicted to psychic. Like he wanted to like uh, have me as a human potential coach. And he was like, oh, bro, I'm putting so much money on, on, cause he was in love with someone and he was in relationship with a girl. He was in love with a man. And he's like, do you think I should be gay or whatever? And I'm like, bro, 
Like, wait, it's it's more than just a yes and no. And it's, do you think I'll be with that person? I'm like, and he kept being psychic for them to tell them, you should wait, consult me a little later. Like I'm, I'm and then the guy was spending so much money on, on, on time on the phone with psychic and stuff when just to have his answer because he was in fear of not being loved by the other person. And me, I, to be honest, at the end of the conversation, I was like, well, if you feel like it's the right thing, you do it. And if the person doesn't want to be with you, then he doesn't want to be with you. Like, you know your answer right away. Like, there's, yeah, there's no, like, who, who am I? Even, it's not like I can predict what, how the other person and right. whoever psychic tell you that. I don't believe in that stuff. Like, they can probably, a psychic could say, like, I have a feeling that there could be a soulmate in Miami for you. That's kind of more relatable for me of like, okay, it's a possibility that like a psychic told me that. And I found my girlfriend in Miami, which was, uh, which now we've been together for a while and stuff. So, but I heard it before and it's a possibility. It doesn't mean that it's going to happen. So I, I'm, I'm a little, when psychic says something and they're like, oh, this is what's going to happen. I'm like, Ooh, this is a little. It is a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous game. It's a dangerous game and it's glamorous. It's very glamorous and mm -hmm. it has a lot of certainty and a lot of charm. And the problem is, is that it's, it doesn't always encourage us to become the most loving people we can be. And that's, mm -hmm. that's the real challenge. Can I be a loving person when I don't get what yeah. I want? Can I be a loving person when I don't have any money, when I have money, do you know? <laughs> These are, these are the questions we have, which is, it's a whole different level of inquiry. Yeah. Then, then, uh, who, sh you yeah. know, wh where's my soulmate? Heck, I don't know. I mean, I, whatever. Don't get me started. <laughs> Ask right. better question better and you'll get better like, answer. That's what do you goal. really want to know? Am I lovable? Okay. Now we can have, we can have a conversation. Yes, of course you're lovable. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And, and the prayer, um, how did you come with this? So you said you've been doing it since 1994. Uh, okay, the let me tell you what, this is interesting. I... So I'm 68 years old. Okay. Nice age. Okay. What are you going to do? Okay. I had <laughs> a very, when I was 24, I grew up in the Midwest, Chicago, second of eight. Very good, you know, very traditional, right, experience. <clears throat> I had the idea that if I managed well and did everything right, I would get to be happy. That was what I thought. So I woke up. I was 24 years old. I had everything I thought I wanted. I had a fabulous apartment, beautiful clothes, nice car. I had great friends. I had everything. I was miserable. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is terrible. So I made the prayer, right? The desperate prayer, which is, you know, I prayed to a God I didn't believe in. My prayer was, if you're there, you've got to help me. Within a couple of weeks, yeah. I had a moment of profound spiritual awareness that I continue to grow into to this day. And in that moment, I felt completely known and loved. It, I got to tell you, I'm come, I come from a place where you have to earn everything, <laughs> right? 
This blew me away. Mm-hmm. So I thought, whatever this is, I got to find it. I was 24. From the time I was 24 till 40, I went to every workshop, every religion. I did everything because I thought I want to be able to recreate this experience for myself. And I couldn't do it. Okay. And then a friend said to me, come to this on the Akashic Record. I cannot tell you, Mike, I heard this word Akashic. I was like, I mean, it stopped me in my tracks. I The sound, right? Everything about it was, it was captivating. So I went to this thing and this woman who was very, she was very esoteric and weird, right? And she was talking about the records. It was fine. <laughs> so I did what she said. She had a little prayer. I said her prayer. And it just like, I, I went there, right? I got into this. And I had an experience that was the closest to the experience I had when I was 24. I felt completely known and loved. And I was like, all right, that's it. I'm doing this. And here was my thought. I thought, I will do this eh, till, it gets, till there's nothing left. It was basically my plan. And uh, so here I am now. So what I'm like, this is not, you know, so much for my plan, you know. Anyway, but what happened was, so I was 40 years old. It was 1994. And then from the time, from, so 1994 to 2000, I worked with this, I, I was doing this prayer and I was doing this, I was working in the record. It was very good, um, but it was very mental. Do you know, it was very mental and it was very cold and it was very um, emotionally empty. But see, I'm a very emotional person Mm -hmm. and the people around me are very emotional. And so it was like I would be doing a class. People would be crying. I mean, it was a mess and they nobody. And so I made a prayer. Here was my prayer. My prayer was there has got to be a way to connect with not only this wisdom, but this feeling of love. There has to be a way to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I stopped using the other prayer because I thought I'm now, I was at the place where I was hurting people and I couldn't live with myself. So I didn't do anything for like a year. You know, I cried a lot. Mm -hmm. God, what do you want from me? Right? Like that. Anyway. (laughs) And then, the weekend before 9-11, I get this, I'm, I'm journaling, blah, 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 crying, you know. Oh, go, 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 go. Anyway, I get this message, write this down. So I wrote it down. And it was the prayer that we work with today. Because it takes us into the heart of the Akasha. It doesn't take us into some, I don't know where to go, but you know what I'm saying? It takes us into the heart. And it takes mm-hmm. us with the heart, the mind, and the mm-hmm. will. Because we're in the age of the will, right? The, the age of action, the age of applying our spiritual wisdom and guidance. So that all went together. So I started teaching it in 2001. And it, it just went, I, I don't even know what to say. My first book came out. My first book came out in 2009, (laughs) the next one in 2011, 
then 2015. Then I got a doctorate. Do you know, I got a doctorate in um, Akashic Records. Okay. And which is, you know, pretty exciting because I'm the only person in the world who has one. You know, it's pretty exciting, I think. Okay, and then I had, right, and then, you know, and I've had the chance to teach people all over the world. My books are in, I don't know how many different, 11 or 14 different languages. I don't know exactly. But, you know, this is a wonderful thing. Right now, I'm working with people who are yeah, this um, is beautiful in China and um, and Russia, and my books are in French. You know, I mean, this is a wonderful thing. But see, this is, it's very helpful. Very, very helpful. So I don't even know if that answers your question, but that's that's pretty much the story. But, you know, it's not the kind of thing. You know yeah. this, Mike. When, it, the more I have followed the path, the happier I've been. The more I'm in harmony mm-hmm. with the truth, right? This higher truth of who I am and what the world is and the reality, the yeah. more fulfilling it is. It's a wonderful experience. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 beautiful. And that's what I'm aligning. Like that's what I realized since because I, I had this similar journey of like deeply unhappiness when I was like, I realized when I got everything I ever wanted at 27, I was like, it? wow, this is it. <laughs> like like it, it, is. it was bad. It's bone crushing. Like, it was, it was a, yeah, it was a void. I was in, I had this realization when I was in the Maldives, $50,000 trip and I was living the dream. Didn't work for like six years. I mean, I was working, but not conventional work. So for me, I made it in life where I wanted, I was making money online and everybody was DMing me that I'm living the dream. And I, I was like, fuck, right. I'm like, I feel so bad on that beach. Like, and I had this crushing moment of like, fuck, I need to change my life. Like, cause I'm a smart guy. I'm, I'm good looking. I got everything to be happy. I had money. I had like, and I was like, fuck, why am I feeling so bad? Like, what, what is that feeling? And then that, that what's led me to this journey. And since I'm 19 years old, I always wanted to be a human potential coach and I always found excuses of I'm not ready. I'm not old enough. I I like not enough experience. And obviously now I'm 31. I'm like, I'm at peak potential. I'm like, where are the best I've ever been? I'm like in a place where I feel a hundred percent confident in my ability and what I can provide to the world. I was not like that at 24. I could have been because age is just an excuses, but it was a weird thing because that was kind of my path of like, I kept saying I'm not ready enough. And it's life just kept showing stuff to make me ready. And it was not necessarily what I wanted in my life, but it's yes. what I needed. Let's say it like that. And it, and, and now I'm, I'm so happy. And, and I just continue that journey of spirituality and love. And I just come back from a five day retreat for, uh, biohacking my brain so they they put like a helmet on my head and I was doing meditation and they were tracking my meditation and stuff and it was very interesting and uh the it's it's funny because the way I meditate how I tap into source you see that on the on the sheet you see that my alpha brain wave drop it's like I'm not in my body anymore and and they're like oh yeah we can see on the screen you're not there and then and then I was meditating another way. I found another way of meditation of 
uh, of pure heartness, which I needed in my life right now of like, huh. I do, I have um, a gratitude journal that I, I did. So I journal every day. I created my own journal to be grateful and stuff, but um, I wanted to be even more in my heart and even more in my feeling, especially after this journey that I had this revelation of feel more and yeah, it was beautiful. I came back from five day and I'm the best I've ever felt in my life. And, and, and what I feel is I'm in a state that is very similar to the Akashic record. So I'll be trying it for sure. I'll be trying your prayer and see how now I can tap into it. Like, cause what I tried in the past right. was not what you're explaining and my gifts are not what you're explaining. And now I know, so I can, now I know when I'm going to be there, I can know the difference between my usual yes, gift yes, and yes, yes, oh, yes, I'm in yes, the record. Good, good, so. good, good. Right. <laughs> so that's beautiful. So anybody that would want to either have a reading from you, I don't know if you still do reading. I know you have students that do. I don't know if you still do like, uh, or anybody that would want to mm -hmm. learn that skills, like sure, where they sure, can sure. find you, like um, all that know, information. I a, well, I have a website, simple, simple, right? It's um, lindahow.com. <laughs> okay. And, and on the website, you can find all about, you know, I have the, the Facebook and everything, but, but the website has the most comprehensive Right. Presentation with the different classes that you can do. Um, everything from a mini how to read your own Akashic records. Yeah. To to a full teacher training. Right. Uh -huh. So we do this uh, from from start awesome. to finish. And then um, so we do that. And you can get if someone is interested, you know, I do work with people one on one. And so they can get on the waiting list. There's a waiting. That's fine. You know, you get on the list and then when there's an opening, you know, we call you or whatever <laughs> we do. And so but um, th that's how it is. And I would just you know, I certainly welcome everybody um, to to get the online classes. The online stuff is terrific. You know, this online on demand. It's just wonderful. Yeah, it's it's fabulous because, you know, because yeah, you get to do best. things at your own convenience. You know, this is one of the blessings of the pandemic, right? It's that we're all like virtual. and But, mm -hmm. you know, this is one of the great things is you and I get to be together this way. And this is. Yeah, exactly. No, it's it's a blessing. Like, um, I believe we, we both for work perspective and what we do is amazing because we can reach so many more people and stuff like that. And then it's amazing to have a community that we can go yes, in person. Yes, That's yes. why I still love to, to do retreat people. and stuff to get that feeling of love in, in person. So thank you very much for your time today. I appreciate that you came in clear. Uh, well, for me, obviously I learned a lot on Akashic and for other people and guys, if you, if you want to work with, with Linda, if you want to, have a reading, get on the waiting list. If you want to learn how to do this, um, every gift, every thing that you do on your spiritual journey is a bonus, is a plus. So whatever um, modality you want to add to your toolbox, this is a beautiful one. So thank you very much for joining us. And um, guys, I will see you in another podcast.